Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Self Love and Shadow Work podcast. I am your host, Jackie Sharp, and I am here today with my friend, Jennifer Fable. Say hello. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. It's so, I, I, oh, man. This podcast has been so cool. I've interviewed a few people already, and every time it's like really flowy and really interesting to get uh, everybody's take on this because it is so different. Healing is incredibly different for everyone. So tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, so again, my name is Jen Fable of livelifeunbroken.com and I am a coach. I am a mentor. I'm a motivational speaker and I'm a trainer and I specialize in helping people who um, are trying to get off the merry-go-rounds in the mental health system, trying to get support for depression, anxiety, kind of funny. Um, <laughs> mine's back here. You might hear her at some points too. <laughs> it's all good. Um, and my job mainly is to help people learn how to bridge the gap between their head and their hearts, because that was a big part of my journey. I remember I was going through a lot of rough times, and I'm sure we'll get into my story at some point. And the whole time, I remember saying, I'm smart. I get it. My brain, my head knows exactly what I need to do to heal. And I don't know how to make my heart feel it. I don't know how to convince myself and my soul. And so a big part of my journey was bridging that gap. And so that's basically what I specialize in, helping people bridge the gap between their head and their hearts so they can actually find healing and not just slap a Band-Aid on it and pretend all is well. That's right. <laughs> Band-Aid never uh, helps long-term. That's a very short-term solution. Yes, and it's a necessary solution. When you're bleeding, you'll want a Band-Aid, <laughs> right? But if you, like, lost a limb and you slap on a Band-Aid, it's probably not going to get you as far as you want. <laughs> right, exactly. So tell us a bit about your story and how you found uh, this calling. Uh, so like all good paths, it found me and slapped me around and brought me to it because uh, I certainly didn't know to even look for it. Um, and my story basically started when I was 19 years old. Uh, because that's when I received my official diagnosis. Of course, by then I'd been suffering in silence for years, and I was diagnosed with seven different mental health diagnoses, including anorexia, including bulimia, including major depression, generalized anxiety disorder, um, obsessive compulsive disorder, suicidal ideation, and self-harm, which means, yes, there are scars on my body that I put there. And every specialist I went to, Every doctor told me I was broken, that statistically I had a 12% chance of recovery, that I was likely going to be on medication my entire life, that the best I could hope for was symptomatic management. And I bought the story because, you know, they're very smart people. They had really impressive degrees on the wall and lots of letters after their name. And I'm like, well, these are the people who know. And so I went with that. And I lived in that place for a long time thinking that was the best it's going to get. And then... I'm very fortunate that my anxiety started to, you know, it starts to come out in very creative ways. It's very creative. And mine started to come out as a phobia of insects, like bugs, which sound silly, uh, but they're everywhere. And so it got to the point where it almost became like an agoraphobia. I couldn't leave the house. Here I am in my 30s and I like couldn't get outside. We have friends come over and literally a butterfly, the symbol of spiritual enlightenment. I'd be like, and I literally have run into traffic to try to avoid a bug before. So it was, it was really invasive. It was really bad. Even just like a picture of a bug and I would like completely shut down. And when it comes to phobias, you really only have two options. You have desensitization therapy, which means they're going to slowly expose me to the thing that I'm terrified of. And I'm like, Nope. <laughs> uh, 
pass, pass on that. Right? Who's, who's gonna pay money to do that? Like, let's traumatize myself continuously. Like, I don't have enough problems. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah. Um, so that wasn't an option for me. And then hypnosis, which I thought was total fun. Like, I didn't think it was real. Um, but I was desperate. I couldn't leave the house. And so my chiropractor at the time had, she's one of those connectors. She connects, she just found, helped me on my path in so many amazing ways. And I'm like, you know what? You've always been so great. By one, you know, weird random chance to happen to know someone who does hypnosis, because I don't just want to like Google it, have some quack scramble my brain. And she's like, right? And she's like, yeah, I, I actually do know someone. I'm like, that's random. Um, and so she connected me with the woman who's still my coach. And um, in one session, she nailed on the head what 13 years of therapy and a four year degree in psychology never came close to. She's the only person at the time who ever looked at me and said, you're not broken, I can help you. And she said that if you do what I tell you to do, I guarantee that I will get you where you need to be. And I didn't believe her. Um, <laughs> I'm like, it's a scam, I'm wasting my money, but I trusted my chiropractor and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go in this. And I was shocked when three months later, not only was the phobia gone, but suddenly that voice in my head that was telling me that you suck, you're not good enough, all it started to go away. And was replaced by this new voice that said, actually, you're okay. You can do this. And then I'm a huge nerd. I need to know how things work. So I'm like, how the hell that works? So I took the course to figure it out, never intending to work with anyone. My background is in marketing. I worked in animal health for about 15, 16 something years, uh, managing animal hospitals. I was happy in my job. I had no interest. And then the path just kind of found me. And within, I think, two weeks of taking the training, um, I sing in an all-women's a cappella chorus because I'm also an acanerd. And uh, <laughs> right. And um, a lady came up to me, and she's like, hey, can I talk to you? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I see you do hypnosis. Because when I graduated the course, I thought it was hilarious. I posted on Facebook, I do hypnosis now. Like, I just thought it was funny. She's like, can you help me with a phobia? I can't swallow pills and I'm in my 50s and it started to become a problem. And I'm like, oh, I, I mean, I guess I could. I never thought about actually using this to help people. And so we worked together and after like a couple sessions, she was totally fine, was able to swallow pills. And I'm like, yeah, next thing I knew, I had like a website, I had a business name. It just kind of happens. Yeah. And so this path, like all other paths that are worthwhile walking, found me and pulled me to it and I'm so happy that it did so that's how I got here that's amazing I love that story I, I like how the universe works uh with that pulling you right in yes absolutely the our only job is to get out of the way <laughs> and stop fighting it so it's like when you have like a you ever seen like a two-year-old and you're like trying to get them to eat something that they love it's like here have a cookie and they're like ah they're having a fit and you're like you like cookies why are you fighting so hard it's a cookie i feel like the universe does that to us all the time it's like i'm giving you a cookie you spent all year manifesting cookies booking, booking them on a vision board i'm offering you the cookie and then we just throw a temper tantrum yeah, pretty much <laughs> so I like our only job is just to get out of the way which is simple in theory harder execution <laughs> that's right that that creature uh, creature of comfort that happens you know the cycles repeating and there's comfort in that and then there's no comfort in that unknown you're just like ah it's kicking and right. screaming <laughs> right you got it there's that faith cultivating faith cultivating patience <laughs> uh patience is a fun one patience. 
and patients don't get along. I don't have that either. I really don't. <laughs> I don't have any patience for anything. And they know that. So I feel like a lot of the time the universe is like, hey, we told you to wait. <laughs> here's, <Are> you on- <laughs> here's this roadblock now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then you're like, oh, it's kind of like when you're driving somewhere and you're like, okay, I'm getting there. And then all of a sudden it's like train and you have to sit there and wait. And like, I feel like the universe is just like, all right, you're listening train and not a go train we're gonna stick on one of those like 200 car trains that go stupid slow you're welcome <laughs> oh my gosh. yeah that's totally relatable that's exactly what it's like for me so how has shadow work played a role in your life so shadow work is basically all about working with the unconscious mind working with the part of us that's outside of our awareness and that's really what so while hypnosis is only one of the tools that i use it's the one that people recognize the most and it's all about how to get my thinky thinky logical self out of the way so i can access my wisdom and the unconscious mind's very interesting the universe is hilarious it is where our deepest wisdom lives And it's also where we shove all the crap we don't want to deal with. (laughs) And so the ironic part is, is in order to access the depths of the wisdom in your soul, you have to move all the garbage out of the way that you put there. And so, and I didn't realize when I took that training, when I started this path, that it was shadow work. I didn't know it was energy work. I was blissfully dumb. I was like, da 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 da. <laughs> and it wasn't until the universe slapped me around a little bit and stuck some trains in my path that I realized this is energy work. So, learning how to access that wisdom, learning how to move all the layers of garbage that we stuck on top of it, is really what shadow work is in a nutshell. And I mean, everyone wants to access their wisdom, but we don't want to have to walk through the pain. And so, my job, and I always call myself a shadow worker, I help people excavate a path to their wisdom so that they can find it at will. Yeah, I love that. It, it's You really got to go through that deep shit to get to the, the gold on the other side. You're just, it's always that image that I see of just somebody like trudging through dirt, just covered in like this filth. And, you know, there's light at the end, but they're just like, ah, it's so scary. <laughs> right? It's, and it's, I, you know, I remember when we moved into this house, we downsized. And so a lot of stuff didn't fit. And so we stuck everything in the basement. We called it no man's land. And I feel like that's kind of what the unconscious mind is. Every time we're like, don't know what to do with this, shove it down. And I love when people tell me, oh, I just put it out of my mind. I'm like, amazing. Where did it go? Did magic fairies come to take it? Because if not, it's there. It's just out of your awareness. Yeah. You just hid it from yourself. And that's really what our shadow is. It's where we hide things from ourselves so we can get through things. Because, hey, when life gets lifey, when the feels get feely, we have to put it out of the way so we can get through things so we don't shut down. Mm-hmm. Only we're meant to eventually go back and resolve stuff. And we don't because we're not taught how. We're like, well, I didn't want to deal with it the first time around. Now that I'm feeling better, why do I want to go back? And so I love being able to teach people how to heal it in a way that's not torture. Shadow work doesn't have to be torturous. It, we think it, we're like, I have to sit with all my demons in one night. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. What you have to do is learn that they're not actually demons. Ah, that's the secret. That that's is the secret. secret to shadow work, that they are actually wise teachers who really want to sit and talk with you and who want to give you that wisdom. It's our labeling of them as demons that keeps us stuck. Mm-hmm, for sure. And like, it's funny because I, I kind of equate that to my liking of Halloween. So I've always had this really deep fascination with Halloween. It's my favorite, favorite time of year. And it's funny because all growing up, I just thought it was, you know, 
that cool thing, like, you know, to be attracted to these cool things. But now in my adult as like doing the shadow work, helping others with their shadows. Now I'm like, oh, okay. So I've always liked demons. This has always been my thing. I've always <laughs> liked that darkness about me. So yep. it's just kind of accepting that that was me, that that's who I am. And acceptance is a big part of like how I operate with my stuff is accepting all of it. Uh, so when I started my journey, I had self-worth as the biggest shadow ever. And I feel like that's something all of us kind of struggle with regularly. Yes. And I remember when I started breaking that one down, I was like, you know what? I like this about me. I like this feeling. I like, you know, exploring that more instead of before where I would just, oh, I'm just obviously not worthy. You know, just walking around, like, I'm obviously not worthy of anything. And as soon as I shifted my perspective, I was like, no, I can do this. I'm worthy of this, this, this. I can be an artist. I can do this, you know? So simple little mindset shifts along the way add up. So Absolutely. it's not the problem. That's the problem. It's the story we tell ourselves about the problem. That's the problem. Right. And so like, I actually have a course called rewrite your story, how to change the story you tell yourself about the world. Cause that's the problem. The problem's easy. Problem is self is easy. It's the story we tell ourselves that gets us stuck. Right. That repetitive story. Yep. It, it, it becomes too comfortable almost because that's what you're used to is that repetitive story that anything else that's good or positive just seems like uh, overwhelming to us. Absolutely. And we don't like to tell positive, empowering stories. We get together with our girlfriends and we bitch and moan about that story. And that's like, the, and if you're the one person in that group who's like, changing the story you're the weird one yeah and i'm like well fine be the weird one be the weird one who sees the positive be the weird one who acknowledges the darkness walks through it and learns how to turn on the light mm -hmm. that's the fun that's the fun part that is the fun part i agree so how do you implement uh you know how has self-love served you on your shadow work journey i mean self-love is the starting point of anything and everything you cannot you know in so i run a healing circle every thursday night on zoom and we always start with a candle meditation where we set this intention of i shine my light so bright i ignite the light in others we all want to bring light in the darkness we all want to ignite the light in others we don't realize that if i just go around and light everyone else's flame i am burned out and i can only do a little bit but when I light my own candle from that one spark, I can ignite the entire circle, the entire world. So self-love is our light. We have to shine our own light that we ignite the light of others. And so self-love is a starting point. It is the spark. It is that single flame that allows us to actually illuminate the world. It is everything. It is. Especially when, you know, you're starting to dig it, like how I started, I didn't love myself at all. When I started my journey, I was very, you know, very not feeling worth anything. So how it started was I just felt like I woke up one day and was like, Hey, you know what, today, I love me, and I'm going to work on that. And you know, that's kind of where I started putting my own pieces together in my own journey. So self love has been a battle for me <laughs> for a long time. But every day you get a step up every day it's like this never-ending staircase and just every day is a step and really uh focusing on my gratitude has been the, the way to keep getting me up those steps so every day i'm like i'm so thankful that today you know i feel better i'm worthy and that's the step up 
and you know exactly as you know i i talk a lot about you know people are often talking about manifestation and how to manifest abundance how to manifest love how to manifest self-love and the trick is you're not pulling something new to you you are allowing yourself to see what's already been there that's the magic of vision boards that's the magic so if you want to bring abundance to you if you focus on the fact that you don't have it then your energy is going into the lack and so start by saying by noticing where do you already have abundance in your life maybe you have an abundance of paper clips in your desk start there maybe you love your big toe start there right there's got to be something that you love about yourself i love my nostril whatever right like there is something somewhere i love my fashion sense i love my weird sense of humor i love my eyebrows because they're on fleek uh, which i don't even know if people say anymore um <laughs> I have no interest in doing that. <laughs> um, but if we want to bring more to us, we have to start to notice what we already have. And start by noticing what you already have in your life. If you want to bring worthiness in, notice the one area of your life where you feel worthy. Maybe you did a good job in that one day, in that one moment, you found a nugget of worthiness. Notice it. And then you'll notice two the next day. And then over time, you start to notice more and more. It's already there. It's not about pulling something new to us. It's about noticing what's already around us. And that's where people tend to go backwards. Mm -hmm. I have to pull it to us. And then, of course, they're focusing on the lack of it. And I'm like, why is nothing showing up? Exactly. <laughs> focusing on that lack is, is definitely the hold back there. Yep. Yep. That's what brings the trains. <laughs> oh, boy. Have I learned that over the last few months? <laughs> so what would you say is the key takeaway from your story? Um, I always say the one thing, if anyone walks away with anything from my story, know that no one's broken. Everyone can find healing. It is absolutely possible to walk the path and get yourself back to you. And if you've never been with you, it's possible to find yourself in that darkness and reunite yourself. So if there's one key takeaway, that no one's ever broken, even though it feels that way, even though every story in your head is telling you that it's not actually true and everyone can find healing. I love that. Everyone can find healing. It's it's always in us. All the answers to everything are within us. And it's up to us to discern what those that's that free will. It's so interesting with free will with all of us because the answers are there, but we have to choose which way we want to go with our lives. Absolutely. That's why. So I run, in addition to healing circles and all stuff, I run a training which actually designates others and the tools I use. And it's eight days that completely changes every voice in your head from you suck to you're actually pretty okay right and and it connects you with a community of people where if every once in a while you get yourself off the crazy tree they help you find the ladder back down because that's really the goal life is going to get lifey sometimes the feels are going to get feely sometimes do you have tools in your toolkit that allow you to walk through those challenges with grace or do you plinkle when you're right through life where it's like, boink, 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 boink. <laughs> and then, uh-oh, end up in the zero dollar, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Right? So finding a way through, finding that path. And one of the, something that got me through my healing was a quote, and I, I'm sure it's from some movie somewhere, that said, the only way out is through. And that got me to certain points in my journey, and at a certain point, it switched to the only way out is in. And I like to help people find that place inside themselves. That's great. 
I, I love that place inside me and I want everyone to love that place inside them as well because it takes that darkness to really see your own light. So Absolutely. I am going to say this has been a really great uh, opportunity to chat with you here. And uh, is there anything else you'd like the listeners to know about you, how they can connect with you for your sessions? Sure, yeah. If anyone's interested in learning more, they can go to my website, which is www.livelifeunbroken.com. I run, so I have my healing circle. It's done on Zoom every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is 100% free. There's no RSVP required, so just show up when you can. Every week we talk about a different topic, and then I lead everyone through a guided meditation, we do breath work, and then a gratitude practice. And then the topic is recorded during that session and becomes part of my podcast, which is called Bridging the Spiritual Gap, which is on iTunes and on Spotify, um, all the fun places, and probably other places, but everyone always seems to know. I think it's on Google something. I don't yeah. know. Um, and if anyone's interested in my one-on-one work or any of my trainings or classes, they can out to me through my website um, i'm also on of course facebook um, so they can message me through there as well awesome thank you for joining us my pleasure thank you so much for having me thank you for joining me on the self-love and shadow work podcast i am your host jackie sharp and i will see you next week with more amazing content and i hope you have a great week bye everyone mm-hmm.